You're listening to Like Nobody's Business, and I'm your host, Emily Castle. This podcast is a space of devotion to mastery, excellence, and thriving in our businesses and in our lives as women entrepreneurs. Each month, I'll be helping you tool up with resources to support you to navigate a new area of entrepreneurial life with intention, strategy, and soul. I'll walk you through it by answering your specific questions, help get you on top of it with actionable tips, look under it to help you reprogram your subconscious mind for more ease, and when it comes to the common traps I see many of my coaching clients and listeners fall into, I'll get you over it. Together, we'll explore a broad range of topics that impact and influence how you show up to lead the business your soul came here to create, including wellness, prosperity, growth, spirituality, and fulfillment. I'm so excited and grateful you found your way here. Let's dive into today's episode so you can add something new to your toolbox of expansion and learn how to master entrepreneurship and life like nobody's business. On top of it, over it, under it, through it, freedom's calling, calling you. On top of it, over it, under it, through it, freedom's calling, calling you. On top of it, over it, under it, Okay, my love, welcome to our Through It episode. Today, I'll be answering your questions about this month's topic and coaching you through the specific challenges you're facing. Let's get to it and through it together. Nobody's business. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. So excited to be with you today and share a little Q&A episode with you. But first, I have my lovely assistant here with me today, Olivia. Um, do you want to introduce yourself and share a little bit about the work you do? I guess one with me and then two not with me. <laughs> Absolutely. Hi, everyone. So excited to be um, on this show today with Emily. Um, I do a lot of work with Emily behind the scenes, so you might have talked with me if you ever needed any technical support or things with payment plans. Um, I do a lot of the behind the scenes work around like newsletters and retreat planning Mm -hmm. um, and just anything and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then apart from the work that I do directly with Emily, I also teach yoga and meditation and I'm really interested in like somatic practices. So body-based therapeutic practices to support mm-hmm. people in their holistic well-being. Mm-hmm. She's a little earth angel for me. <laughs> Doing all the things behind the scenes and like supporting the vision to come to life. And you were just with me in Costa Rica, you came to the retreat for the mastermind in September, which was in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And it was so great to have you. And oh my gosh, like surprise of my life. Happy surprise that you're like also fluent in Spanish. Yeah, came in handy. Definitely. <laughs> totally. Last week. So many times. So fun. We yeah. had so many cool adventures and like moments and funny things and like frustrating things and just the the all of it which is great and I think Costa Rica for me always feels like a bit of a nervous system reset totally just like being in the jungle and being I mean our 
to paint the picture for those of you who have never been to Costa Rica and specifically where we were, we were in Nosara, which is on the Nicoya Peninsula on the west coast of Costa Rica, which is also a blue zone, which means that it's one of the, I think, five areas in the world where people live the longest because of healthy lifestyles and certain other things. And if you're interested in that, you can read the book um, called Blue Zones by Dan... Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Maybe Butner? Buetner? <laughs> Something like that. B-U-E-T-T-E-N-E-R. Um, he's phenomenal. I actually read that book, fun fact, on the beach in New Jersey when I was like oh, 15 or something. So cool. <laughs> Summer read. Little did you know. Nerd. Right. And I was like, I need to go to all of them. Yeah. So Have I've you been, been to any of the others? Let's see. Actually, I don't think I have, but I had planned to go to Sardinia, mm-hmm. Italy, which is a blue zone, mm-hmm. and Okinawa, Japan. I would love to go. Um, where are the others? There's one in, um, I think it's called Loma Linda, California. Mm-hmm. And then, how many is that for? I think so. There's another. I don't remember where. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm blanking. Anyway, if you go look it up, you'll find what the other one is. Um, But yeah, so really fun, but also very much like jungle vibes on the beach. And our house didn't even have an address. Yeah. Like nothing had an address in the whole town. We literally thought that it was for the first few days that we were there, we thought we had explored everything. Right. And then we found like a secret hidden path that we walked through and then ended up in like a complete different part of town as if it were like a portal (laughs) right it was so fun to explore and all the things that weren't even on google maps no you would just wander into like a different oasis it was really special it was so fun and we found this one place that we just stumbled upon that had these um like almost like a nest that you could lay in what would we call that like a it was sort of like a a hammock built into the ceiling yeah like built into like a loft floor yeah it was really cool We'll have to share pictures of that because I don't think I've shared any yet, but such a fun experience. And so like, I feel like because we had only one person come, Mm -hmm. which wasn't obviously the original intention, but one person got COVID and another didn't feel comfortable leaving the country. And this was a rescheduled retreat from like 2020. So, um, it was just you know so many times that we had to reschedule and it was so great to finally be there and to be able to have you there and kind of I think you and I bonded in a new way which was really special and sweet and we got to know each other on like a really more personal level I feel like a lot of times our conversations are about like okay, so how are we going to do this thing? Or like, how are we going to launch this? Or how are we going to figure out the logistics behind the scenes of this thing, which is wonderful and so helpful and supportive, but also like that, that connection that I feel we have now is just like humans and friends and sisters and all of that gets to be, it, it gets to be more fun. And we've also decided that whenever we greet each other from now on, (laughs) (laughs) we have to do it in a really big, uh, excited way and anything less is not allowed because it was just so fun to do that, (laughs) to get so excited to see each other every time. Absolutely. Yeah. Anything else? Like what were some of your favorite parts of our trip? 
I love that. I remember before we left, I asked you like, so what's the itinerary? And you were like, well, <laughs> there really isn't one. And I love that because we just had so much fun. And mm-hmm. I think the the way that the group was, it was mm-hmm. so, it worked out so perfectly. Whereas maybe we couldn't have done that if it was a right. bigger group. Um, so I just love all the like surprise moments that we had, like <laughs> swimming in the beach at sunset and mm. diving into like, I don't know, like when we went to that one place that we never even really knew what it was with the hoops and yeah. the, um, aerial yoga and yeah. like hotel it was, vibe. Yeah, it wasn't really like clear what what it was. It just yeah. had like a flower of life painted on the front of these <laughs> yeah. like bamboo fence posts and then we went in one night and it was just no one was there right the place to ourselves and there was this like hoop it was almost like it was like a little like there were swings and a hoop and aerial silks and yeah. like music playing and in that same room it was like a yoga studio but it was outdoor like right. open air and it was um they had great music playing and there was also yeah. like art on the walls yeah. It was just like a random little oasis, which I feel like yeah. in Costa Rica is kind of what you find. Right. <laughs> so many hidden gems yeah. just everywhere. You literally can't plan. Like yeah. I was telling you, if you even try to, you would like miss right. the good miss stuff. miss all those special things. And I think also what was cool about when we went is that we were in transition from rainy season to dry. Yeah. So we kind of felt like we had a run of the place because it wasn't as crowded as it might be like in their peak time but Mm -hmm. by like a miracle we had like no rain it was just perfect weather the whole time maybe like a a light sprinkle once but besides that and it was like for two minutes yeah it was like a little refreshing sprinkle and then nothing to it yeah it was perfect I loved it and I think it's it's an interesting lesson in surrender yes (laughs) (laughs) to go to to go to Costa Rica where literally like every business restaurant nothing like maybe they have a facebook page and they probably have a whatsapp number but they probably don't have a website they maybe have a google page but probably not like it's just if you're searching for anything maybe it's open maybe it's yeah yeah oh yeah the one place it was like oh well what are the hours and you asked the lady and she was like, oh, well, you know, she comes sometimes and other <laughs> times, you know, she doesn't. But you can, here's her number. You can send her a message on WhatsApp and see when she'll yeah. plan to be here. And it's like, it's just so, I mean, that Pura Vida yes. lifestyle yeah. is so, like, the ritual of just the rhythm of the life is so yeah. different. And I think that that's what's so special about it is that we live and we were making these observations throughout our trip i think that we live in such a world that we're marketed to constantly there's bright lights and shiny things and we have to like we see someone who's wearing some thing that we love and then we're like i have to have that let me grab my phone and find it and do this thing and like go from thing to thing and have a plan and have everything so structured and have this rigidity about where I'm going to eat when and what I'm going to eat and how much I'm going to eat. And like, Oh my God, the the amount of like decision fatigue that we probably are all experiencing on a daily basis is just so astronomical. And so I think it was fun to just every morning wake up and be like, okay, we we know that we're going to have coffee. And beyond that, (laughs) 
whatever whatever we all decide we want to do you know um so it was really fun and we ate delicious big breakfasts and we loved this place called destiny um which was in Nosara and walking distance from us and attached to a hotel called La Negra, right? Yeah, Negra. Um, and mostly, like, truly, to paint the picture, it was, like, in the jungle, dirt roads, you know, not not very, not very, super developed. Right. Um, very just, like, if it were, if it was developed, things that were there were built with the environment in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, very eco-conscious yeah. country. No plastic straws the right. whole time you were there. No. Hardly any to-go cups right. also. Yeah, and if they were, they were here. paper, not mm-hmm. plastic, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, and that was really fun to see. Yeah. And then I loved how our, our conversations about business and things just kind of evolved and came up naturally to the surface and we had time and space to you know address things and yeah yeah Yeah. solve problems and all that good stuff yeah we were talking about how we think when we're doing business when Mm -hmm. we're doing like big important things we need to be sitting at a desk (laughs) and serious with our notebook but like how many breakthroughs did we have right in the pool or walking along the beach or yeah just at the dinner table um and realizing Mm -hmm. like it can feel pleasurable it can feel good it can be mm-hmm. easy mm-hmm. um and even that can be when like more than you have ever expected or imagined mm-hmm. comes up and comes through is in those unplanned moments mm-hmm. of synchronicity and mm-hmm. breakthrough yeah I think that's important too because we often think that like if we don't have clarity on something, right? Or if we don't have, if we don't know the answer or if we need to figure it out or solve a problem that we have to do it in a really forceful way. And often I find what we really have to do is like make space to just be in the inquiry or do something totally unrelated. And then it's like this aha moment that happens. And I think in our world and especially when it comes to business and how we think about business, we often think we have to like sit down, right? Like with our notebook, like you were saying, and like solve it yes. and figure it out. And it's like, that's, it's not a math problem. <laughs> it's like an energy right. realignment. And often we just aren't making space for that because we're doing all the other things and we're so distracted by technology and we're so yes. like pulled in so many directions and all these like decision fatigue and hyper choice and Mm -hmm. so many options I think we were talking at one point about how often all of us spend like researching products to buy right for example it has to be the perfect thing and read every review and price compare and all this stuff and it's like when you go to Costa Rica in a small little place it's like there's one shop that has one product and that's the product you buy (laughs) Yeah, and just it. the beauty of like letting yourself be led, like letting yourself yeah. be led and drawn to what you're drawn to and just mm-hmm. going with that, you know? Right. Yeah. It was interesting in terms of like that piece, even just food wise for me the whole time that we were there. I don't think I ate one raw salad yeah. or anything like that. And I tried to, I was trying to eat like the Tico plate and yeah. like the things that were more local with like beans and rice, gallo pinto and... Uh, plantains and like the more locals like the local fish and 
all of that and the so local good. fruits and yeah. oh, I just all wish passion that, fruit lemonades. Oh my gosh, we drank so many passion fruit lemonades. <laughs> and at one point one of them tasted like a stinky foot to me. Remember that? I was like, oh, I can't. That was because we went to a weird place that one time. Yeah. But the main place we loved. Yeah. It's always delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of pipa fria. Yeah. Lots of um, cold coconuts. It was so nice. Oh, so good. Yeah. Oh, I want to go back. I Luckily, know. I kind of am soon yeah, to Tulum soon. <laughs> with Jeff, but that'll be a different experience. Yeah. But yeah, it was so nice. Thank you for coming. It was Thanks so, so great for to have you. Me. It was such a fun, spontaneous adventure. I'm so <laughs> glad I could come. Yeah, it was so yeah. fun. And I loved that you got to be translator for yeah. so many you got us out of so many like strange <laughs> difficult d- language barrier situations yeah. and it was Love so being great able to flex that muscle yeah I was like who knew yeah. didn't think to ask that when yeah. I brought you on but that will come in handy I know you're such a special like you do have a lot of hidden skills up your sleeve and oh, you goodness. you also figure out anything I throw at you which oh, is lovely thanks. and so helpful I yeah. feel like a lot of people especially when it comes to doing something we were talking about this with Brooke who was there right. with like people she's hired for things that yeah. they tend to feel like they need to think so linearly and like in this tunnel of this is my job right. only and I'm not willing to do other things and I think we also were watching this training when we were there together about hiring and team and values and lots of really helpful information. And I think the one thing that really stuck with me about that was that you hire someone to create a result. Like their job is creating a result of some kind. And sometimes when you're kind of like my right hand woman, right? Like (laughs) your job and my job is to create the results together and and there are many different kinds of results that we need to create together um and I think it's just been so helpful to have you and I'm so grateful because like I know how hard it is and I hear clients talk about it all the time to like find the right fit and have someone who you can rely on and I'm just thinking back to like this time last year for me I think we started working together maybe in the spring. Yeah, in April. April. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I had just moved into this house, and it was, yeah. So a transitional time for both of us. And I remember feeling like the team that I was working with last year at this time just, like, wasn't getting it. They weren't getting my vision. I felt like I remember being so stressed out. I just, like, broke down in tears because I was just so frustrated by the fact that it was making it harder for me right. to have this team right. than it was like, making it easier. And I was like, supposed to be happening? this is more, it's creating way more work, way more stress, way more like challenges. And I know sometimes that's a transitional like yeah, learning, curve, learning curve, but also it was like, it had been a few months and I was just so frustrated yeah. by the fact that it was making things harder and and adding more pressure instead of taking pressure off and so I'm just so grateful for you. Thanks. I'm so (laughs) grateful to be working with you and I think it's so true about what we learned from that training Mm -hmm. we were watching about like having that shared vision like Mm -hmm. we're both looking at the same vision and working towards it together and I think it's so fun that it looks different every day Mm -hmm. it's not the same you know little task that I do that's open and yeah you know and it takes us 
to Costa Rica and right. Arizona yeah. and wherever, and how amazing is that? And wherever know? else we might want to go, yeah, plan more so retreats. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is so fun. It's so fun to work with you. Likewise. Mm, okay. Anything we want to share? Any other favorite memories from the trip? I wanted, I was thinking like the one thing we were talking about mm-hmm. that people don't often think about when it comes to like these retreats is like yeah. the experience of getting there and the, <laughs> the fun that comes with all the challenges and like yeah. riding on the bumpy roads oh my and gosh. just everything like that. And I feel like there, there's a lot of business lessons in that too, right? Like, totally. Um, it's mm-hmm. not just laying in the pool all day, right? right. Like the journey getting, getting there. there. Yeah. Um, that's so true. And embracing that part too and like loving the right um, the challenges and the funny mix-ups and yeah. just rolling with the punches. Yeah. The like almost missing your flight and right. the, running you know, through, running the through Starbucks <laughs> because we went to Starbucks in a different terminal thinking yeah. we had all this time and we were like joking about how slow those, what are those things called in the airport that are like yeah. flat? But yeah. they're like I don't even know the word. a conveyor belt for mm-hmm. people. Yeah. The things you just stand on yeah. and they roll you forward like a backwards treadmill. It's so weird. And also they were they were moving so slow. I've never seen those move so slow in my life. These were moving basically backwards. Like I felt like we could, we were basically standing still. Like we could have been walking slowly off of it and we would have gotten there faster anyway so we went to this different terminal like down two escalators and across two of these things and up two more escalators or three because then we had to go up another one to get to starbucks and there was this huge line it was like the only thing open in this whole airport i feel like huge line one girl working we're like talking about like ex-boyfriends and random things in life yeah we thought we had all the time in the world we're like oh we have so much time it's fine that this line is long it's great we're here with so much time we're so great at this Woo! so ahead of schedule and then we get to order and then i look at my phone and i'm like oh my god we need to be on the like the doors for boarding are about to close in like 10 minutes and we have to get our food and drinks sprint to our gates which we had different flights mm-hmm. but in the same terminal oh my god and then you slowed down when we got to my gate <laughs> yeah, you're like you gotta keep running I was like, oh, shoot. and then we were laughing so hard that when you i think it's just when you do international flights now but they have you pull your mask down so we can snap a picture. And we... But they're also, like, talking to you while they're doing this, so... And you're, like, you have to respond. So just imagine you're sprinting through the airport, you're, like, sweaty, have your mask on, you're spilling your drink, and they have you pull your mask down. And then snap a picture. Just the funniest thing. I almost had to stop and take my own picture, but... You were ready to close the doors on me, so I was just locked on. Oh my gosh. What what a debacle. And then just those stories, yeah, you're right. Like the getting to and from the airport, like on our way out, Brooke and I (laughs) because there are no like actual addresses and to make it even more complicated, the house we were staying in, the Airbnb we were staying in, had the same name as another Airbnb around the corner, which is like apparently a very common thing. I've come across it multiple times in Costa Rica specifically. Um, so 
our cab driver was waiting at the wrong place for like 20 minutes and we're like well he's not coming like where is he he's not here they're saying he's here but we don't have the actual cab driver's number because it's actually the number of the people who run the cab company and i mean cab is a loose term when you're in the costa rican jungle right it's not like a yellow cab it's like some guy's van that he drives you know more like an uber situation but like independently operated Mm -hmm. so we're like waiting he's not there we're like oh my god we need to like go or else we're gonna miss our flight to get to get on it to go from nosara to liberia from liberia to san jose from san jose to atlanta to charleston so we like walk outside and then there's a tuk-tuk that's coming (laughs) so we're like oh, I guess we could fit in here mm-hmm. together with our luggage. So we go in this little car. It's like, can that like, thing make it to the airport? I know. You're like, it can. Let's go. <laughs> I was like, all right. Vamos. See you in Atlanta. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. So many fun travel stories. We could yeah. go into. We could yeah, do a whole podcast on it. Yeah. <laughs> but then we finally make it just like so many. And then, of course, you know, traveling in these times, we had to get tests. negative tests to go home, which was easy but like really funny <laughs> do you want to tell that story yeah. well yeah so we were you know going into it feeling so prepared like we had I had several times messaged them this is another weird thing is that the way to message them to make a doctor's appointment to do these tests was through Facebook messenger or whatsapp mm-hmm. so I had given all our information thought we were in good shape but hadn't gotten confirmation and then so finally it's the morning the day before we leave and you have to do it before you leave the country to be able to get back home mm-hmm. and I'm texting the whatsapp and they're like oh we only have one appointment and it's right now so yeah. then all of a sudden we're like at 10 o'clock and it's 9 51 yeah. and we have to walk like across the whole town <laughs> yeah. through the jungle like literally over the river through the yeah. woods right. kind of we were thing. ready for a leisurely walk to breakfast oh my god and this was the day we had been up since five together like, oh, look, like wanted listening to the, to the monkeys, monkeys yeah. and looking at them and then we walked to a place that says coffee time 6 a.m <laughs> yeah. every day and it was like oh every, every day, day except today, today. <laughs> <laughs> which is again like that's just how things are in costa rica yeah. when you're there maybe it's also yeah. because we were in a transitional time but like yeah. that was the only thing open at yeah. 6 a.m. Everything else opened at 9. So then we're like starving, waiting. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. But it was such a lesson oh. in like being flexible yeah. and rolling and just, yeah, being mm-hmm. open to new possibilities. Right. I think it's so true what you were saying earlier about like sometimes it's not so much about having that really concrete intention, but to have your intention be that openness. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's really what we embodied. and. Like we didn't know going into that retreat that we were going to have really any of the experiences <laughs> that we had. Yeah. Um, but we were just surrendering to the openness, and that's where so much magic came. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I think that's so beautifully said, and it's that's the entrepreneurial skill set also. That's part of it, is being able to be open and receptive and surrendered and go with the flow as much as you hold an intention right. and as much as you are working toward creating results, also being able to be within the journey at the same time and enjoying every moment of that and not just celebrating at like the mountain peak after yes. you climb, but like enjoying the hike up. 
-hmm. and looking around and taking it in and having the conversations and giggling and crying and all the 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 full range of the experience which we had like there were like every I think everyone cried or at least I was like very close at one point (laughs) I definitely cried when I got home this weekend so you know it's just like the full spectrum, the full range of yes. experience and emotions and all the things that we get to experience in a beautiful place, having, you know, support and being held in sisterhood yeah. and um, just having that overarching intention of like your business growth and personal growth and evolution because they're so interconnected, mm-hmm. but also developing the skill set through travel of... Yeah going like how do you want to show up when things get hard because they will you know what how do you want to meet the moment when unexpected things happen and you're frustrated and you're tired and you're you know hungry and all of the things how do you respond how do you respond yeah yeah it's funny I'm thinking about um how you're speaking about like the emotional breath that Mm -hmm. we have and how that's such an asset and not a problem to be solved and I'm Mm -hmm. also thinking about the first retreat that I went too with you in Arizona I remember we were setting up this beautiful oh space <laughs> and you put out some tissue boxes and I was like oh do you think like what are these for and you're like oh like I feel like people are gonna cry <laughs> like you just knew and then sure enough it was like everyone cried but it wasn't a problem no. it was just like everyone cried everyone laughed everyone yeah you know experienced that full range and how beautiful mm-hmm. to and not about getting stuck in any one place, but mm-hmm. just letting it all move through. And mm-hmm. it was so beautiful to witness. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty too, is like, this is the entrepreneurial journey in a microcosm, right? We're, yeah. we're going to have those hard moments that bring us to our knees. We're going to have the moments that are so amazing and celebratory that we're like, wow, I can't believe I'm in like awe and wonder and a bit of shock of what I've created and built. And I haven't quite processed all that, right? Like, and then there's the elation and the, I want to be a good mom and I want like this full experience of life and all of the things and they're all welcome and they're all, that's something that I think in every program I've ever run and any experience I've ever created and held for people is like, I want them to know and feel that every part is welcome because it's all integrated and you are a whole human and sometimes the thing that needs to move to build momentum or to create clarity is sadness or tears or anger or frustration or joy or you know like there's no I don't like putting that in a box and I remember when I was in a mastermind with a friend of mine, she said the coach she had worked with before, he was a man, and he said every time she would get emotional or cry, your tears are no good here. They're no use. There's no use for them here. And you I remember being so, I was like, <laughs> yeah. ah! Yeah. Why did he say that to you? I was yeah. so angry that yeah. she had had that experience. I was like, that's effed up. Yeah, totally. I'm angry for you that he said that to you because yeah. it, shuts like there are so many ways that the world shuts us down and it's not always from a place of ill will but right I think the more that we can be in spaces where we're allowed to bring our full self and our full expression to the table the more free we can become and the more we can 
the faster we can move through the stuff yeah. that gets in the way. Because if we're resisting it, it only is persisting longer and longer. So, right. yeah. Yeah. I think that's something that you do so well. And I think it's great that we're bringing it up that mm-hmm. you really like look at the whole person and the whole picture. And it's not as if someone would talk to you in the retreat and if they were talking about a relationship or their kids and you would say like, that's not relevant. Like, that would never happen because no. it's so relevant and it's all a part of the picture. And mm-hmm. it reminds me too of what Brooke was saying about her challenges um, with a hire that she had where mm-hmm. um, the person was having a hard time like wondering why they're doing such wildly different mm-hmm. tasks. And But like you're saying, it's all it's all part of the bigger vision. So mm-hmm. remembering like that we're going to be talking about relationships mm-hmm. and family and it's all... It's all welcome. It's all in service of the greater picture, and it can't really be separated. If no. you tried to separate it and say, "Don't talk about your family," "Don't talk about," then, then you'd be missing so yeah, much. Yeah, you wouldn't be way. serving yeah. the person, right? right? And I think that's that's always felt natural to me. But also, like in school, you know, I, I was like, "Why are all these things disconnected? Like, right. why the heck are we talking about like?" chemistry and nutrition over here in the science department but we're talking about the brain and how we think and feel in psychology but we're talking about you know like all of these different components Mm -hmm. and then we're talking about like food and sustainability and like why are these things separate like to me they're the same right and I think in when I did this Reiki training recently um at Lotus downtown here in Charleston I realized I was like we had to do this exercise where we kind of like mapped out like where do you feel the core the five core emotions in your body physically emotionally mentally spiritually yes and i was like this is really like i could not do it like it was so hard for me i was like i don't understand how these are different Mm. like i don't i don't get how i'm supposed to map out like spiritual versus emotional versus physical like to me they're all so the same well they're all interconnected yeah for sure yeah I like to think of them as different layers of our being but what I learned in my training coming from a yoga therapy lens is Mm -hmm. like whenever you make change at one layer it Mm -hmm. affects the other layer Mm -hmm. so like if we're talking about the layer of your breath your energy like that also affects you physically it Mm -hmm. also affects you spiritually right um so there is no separating it like you're not going to just work on your body and it has no effect on your mood of course not it's all it's all connected yeah so i think maybe my for whatever reason my mind sees that like when i'm working with a client and supporting her in her business i'm seeing and feeling and sensing all of the pieces and how they fit together so I don't know exactly where that comes from or how that works, but I think that's my like special lens. Yeah, and I think it's fine <laughs> yeah. to have a different lens. You know, we don't yeah, want that it's cool. Beauty, I love it. You know? I love it because it lets me actually like serve people and understand where the real kink is in the whole picture and in the whole ecosystem. Like what's actually off, and see beneath the layers or even beneath the words or the story that they're telling me about what's not working and why. Mm-hmm. And being able to ask the right questions to kind of like pull that out and examine it. And let's talk about this. And intuitively, I'm drawn to ask you about that. So it's fun. Okay. (laughs) We've gone in about a million directions already, which is great and fun. 
And now a quick break to hear from our sponsor. So if you're listening to this podcast, then chances are you may be on my email list. And if you're not, let's get you signed up. When you sign up to receive emails from me, you'll receive lots of free trainings, tools, and resources from me instantly. In addition, each week I send letters from the heart. Subscribers get first access to retreats, programs, and giveaways. I'm very intentional with what I send and share with you because I know your inbox is a sacred space and I'm so grateful to be there. Flowdesk is what I use to send emails and keep you up to date on things through email. It is the most intuitive, beautiful, and streamlined email marketing software that I've come across. My open rates doubled when I switched over from MailChimp and it also became so much more fun to send emails to and to grow my list. So when you sign up using the link in the show notes or at emilycastle.com resources to join Flowdesk, you'll receive 50% off your subscription, which means that it's only $19 a month to send beautiful emails and use an intuitive email software. So I'm so excited for you to make this shift in your business. Head on over to the link in the show notes and start your free trial today and then get 50% off your subscription if you love it. Back to the show. This episode is meant to be a Q&A for this month's topic, which is money on the podcast. And I wanted to share a couple things with you, but also I want to give you just as we're sort of wrapping up this conversation around the retreats and experiences and things that you can expect when you work with me, um, I want to invite you to head on over to emilycastle.com slash mastermind. It's also linked in the comments or not comments, show notes, um, below wherever you are listening. And you can head over there and check out the new mastermind page. It's updated with lots of videos from me walking you through and new testimonial videos from clients and some new copy and all the things to really give you a taste and an accurate picture of what happens inside the mastermind experience. Um, Doors are currently open. We have spots, a few spots left for 2022. So if you are someone who is seeking business growth and accelerated growth and more results and more impact and more income in your work and you're feeling frustrated like you need more clarity or you're not sure where you're actually going or how you can grow this thing or literally you're just feeling a little stuck or like maybe you've fallen out of love with your business a little bit and you need to reignite that flame um any and all of the things this experience is going to be really supportive in meeting you exactly where you are and helping you move the needle forward, helping you to enjoy the process of building and growing your business and scaling it with so much more ease and from a place of flow and in a really sustainable, beautiful way that works for you and with you as a whole person. As we were saying, like you are not your entrepreneur self and your business is not separate from who you are and how you show up as a mom or partner or friend or a lover or for yourself in your own personal self-care practices and as a friend. So all of the things. Um, and we have two retreats coming up next year for mastermind members, which will be in somewhere tropical, either Costa Rica or Tulum. I'm heading to Tulum in two weeks to 
kind of explore the area and see if I like the vibe of that better <laughs> or if I want to stick with Costa Rica for next year. So TBD on that. And then we'll also be in Arizona again for a sort of desert retreat in September. Um, and both retreats are going to be scheduled around the equinox of the spring equinox and the fall equinox. So exact dates will be worked out, but um, in a way that works for everybody. And then we'll take it from there, but it's going to be really beautiful and really exciting. And then also a quick little teaser for you to stay tuned about. If you are not signed up for my email list yet, please go do that. You can do it at the link below this episode at emilycastle.com slash free, F-R-E-E. Um, and we are going to be hosting a business planning masterclass for 2022. So if you need support in getting yourself clear and ready and streamlined and having a plan of action that meets your, that supports your vision and values, then this will be a great opportunity for you to do that in held space in support instead of trying to figure it out all on your own. <laughs> I'm going to share with you a lot of beautiful methodology and practices and rituals and things around planning a soul aligned business for the coming year. So stay tuned on that. I'll be sharing more details about it soon. And if you aren't following me on Instagram, that's probably Instagram and email is where I'm going to be sharing about that. Um, most like in the moment. So to be the first to know, head over to my Instagram at Emily Castle Official. And that's everything. Okay, let's dive into money questions. Okay, so um, we got a question from someone. Let me read it to you because this is importante. Okay, this person asked about payment plans and I thought this was a really interesting question and it, I think you and I were kind of chatting about it before, Olivia, so I'd love to hear your thoughts on this too. Mm -hmm. um, and here's the question. It says, I have a question for you regarding money manifestation and mindset. I'm wondering your thoughts on payment plans. I feel like it can be seen both ways. One, I'm going to choose the payment plan because I can't afford to make the payment up front, or I'm choosing the payment plan because I prefer to pay smaller amounts over a period of time. In other words, in one case, a person truly can't afford the payment or putting out negative statements about not having enough money. And the second is saying, I'm committing, I can afford it, I just prefer to not pay it up front. Um, she said, I've just been working on money mindset and I'm launching soon and know you've offered payment plans. So I'm curious your look on it. Okay. So my initial thought on this, when I read that question was I'm a fan of a payment plan. I think that this is okay. There are a few caveats to this, right? So for a high ticket offer, I'm a fan of a payment plan when it makes it accessible for people and also allows them to kind of like recommit every month to right. an ongoing experience, yeah. right? So like, let's say for my mastermind, for example, I like to offer a payment plan because I know that when people, like if you just pay a lump sum up front, sometimes for some people that feels like, okay, now I'm not thinking about the fact that I'm invested in yeah. this every month. And so I may have a likelihood to kind of like fall out of the practice or maybe right. not show up to certain things because I'm not actively like 
right. invested and like being reminded that I'm investing in this every month. On the other hand, I think sometimes with a lower ticket thing, that can just have people be reminded of like, oh, I'm spending $27 a month on this thing. Is this really adding value to my life? I'm going to cancel this, right? Yeah. So I think it, it depends on the level of investment in a way with payment plans to get the most out of them. Because sometimes those payment plans can actually work against you when it's something like when we were doing um, the Soulful Business Academy live. Right. It almost felt like people weren't really that committed anyway. So that so because they were viewing it and it was positioned as like a lower investment support. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it's not a negative thing or a positive thing. I think it's a preference um, both for you as the business owner. Like how do you want to be paid? What feels abundant and beautiful for you and like an equal energy exchange and for the client like how do they how is it going to be that they get the best out of the experience with you investing in themselves with you um through a payment plan like you don't want to have it be something that's enabling them to not show up the way that they need to be to get the result of the experience but at the same time um, there have definitely been points in my business where I wouldn't have been able to afford investing right. in something upfront in full because it was just a larger investment and I knew that it was something as a stepping stone that I needed to do to grow and be able to afford right. investing more and more and more over time. Um, and I think at the end of the day, like depends what the energy behind that decision is with anything in your business. So with a payment plan, if the decision is based in in a belief system of scarcity or resistance to receiving money where you're like, well, I'm afraid to ask for what this actually costs or I'm afraid to receive that much money, then that's something to look at and play with and maybe challenge yourself around and maybe shift your belief system to support a more abundant mindset right but if it's something that's just like well I feel good about this and I want to be making really consistent income personally I've always chosen to offer payment plans to people because it makes my income feel more consistent right. and sustainable versus yeah, I've seen people who I've been in masterminds with and things who kind of go through this like launch boom and bust like they right. have this false sense of how much money they actually have because maybe they made like 30k in one month but that 30k in that one month is meant to last over, over five months, months. Yeah. yeah or six months so then they end up in a situation where they they have this sort of inflated sense of abundance where they think i have all this money to spend i can do whatever and they they take these risky moves right which isn't always a negative thing but then they don't have a plan for how they're going to recreate that um in five months, right? Yeah. Like when that dries up um, or how they're going to reinvest it to make money on that money and have it work for them and serve them. So I think that's yeah. my, my take. What's, what's your, what are your thoughts about that? Yeah. I think we were speaking about this a little bit earlier, but it seems to me that you could have an abundant mindset or a scarcity mindset 
with either plan. So Mm -hmm. I think you could have an abundant way of paying in full, Mm -hmm. um, or you could have scarcity around that. And Mm -hmm. same with the payment plan. So Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a wrong option. Mm -hmm. I think they both could be good, but maybe it's an empowering chance to like, and this is interesting. I hadn't thought about it on the, on the part of the business owner like Mm -hmm. that it's also about their relationship to how much they're willing to receive Mm -hmm. Um, because I was thinking of it more from the consumer standpoint about how much they're willing to spend but yes on both sides Mm -hmm. how can both people feel um, have the most abundant mindset around Mm -hmm. it so maybe as as the coach or the person selling um, speaking to your speaking to people's like highest power and like in a way that the investment will will be in more of an abundant mindset. So mm-hmm. I feel like there's no wrong answer, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, more like the mindset and the intention behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think there are ways to definitely disempower people, like I was right. saying before, <laughs> with a payment plan, if it's something that is lower yeah. ticket, right? Because maybe then you're attracting people who are not actually invested in creating the result and then you end up with issues on the other side of that because you've attracted people who are not actually a great fit for it right um and then they're asking for refunds and all of that stuff yeah and they're going back and forth or high maintenance right like all the customer service concerns and that is something that in my business as you know we decided to just cut because it wasn't making sense like I was paying you we were spending so much time and energy on it it was like this is like we were spending the most energy serving the like lowest paying right tier and that wasn't feeling aligned for anyone yeah I think it's so interesting it's ironic that and I think about this with free offerings too like how people and myself included like we don't value them because they're free but sometimes like it is such a valuable experience but it reminds me about the investments that I make that are like really a stretch for me Mm -hmm. like the expensive things that I feel like I almost can't afford I really show up to those like I'm not going to be late Mm -hmm. I'm going to be prepared I'm not going to miss it I want to get my money's worth you're going to take notes you're going to be engaged you're going to actually do you're going to take action on the things you're learning you're going to implement it it's actually going to have an effect on your life right versus the free or the super cheap thing you're like oh well whatever I'll skip Mm -hmm. that or I'll be late or I'll be texting or I'll be distracted having my full presence Yeah. yeah Or I'm not going to actually make the space to implement it. It's just all the things, right? So I think the important thing also in in thinking about payment plans and pricing and all of that stuff and selling something in your business is to remember that you're giving people an opportunity to invest in themselves right. with you, which means that they need to be invested and they have to have some stake in the game. Right. And whatever that looks like is fine <laughs> as long as you feel good about it. And they, and it's doable for them because it, it also depends, right, on who your audience is, right? Like if you're serving people who, let's say, are in transition from corporate to business ownership or if you're serving people who just had a baby or if you're serving people who um, are just out of college, right? Like all of those different points in our lives influence maybe how much money we have to invest or how willing we are to invest that money at that moment in ourselves. So I think that's that goes into kind of like crafting an offer that feels valuable to your 
core audience, your ideal clients, and also setting your pricing to be appropriate. So that's like a, a different topic that we can kind of get into, but um, this is some of the stuff because it's so nuanced, you know, yeah. it's so hard to answer a question and just be so clear cut black and white because it yeah. isn't. And that's why I love supporting my clients in the mastermind and other containers yeah. like that, because these things are so layered and it does depend on, right. um, what you need in your business, right? Like how much do you, how much do you need to make? How much time do you have to make that? How much do you want to be serving people directly? Do you want to be doing it in a different way? Do you have a team of people supporting you? Are you doing it on your own? Like all of these questions are important to answer to really understand like what kind of payment plan, how long, all of that stuff. Also like your payment processing fees. Do they add up if you have a longer payment plan? Do you need to change the pricing so to compensate for that and allow for that ongoing like extra costs of payment processing over time? Right. Um, which may or may not be true depending on what you're using and how you're using it and all of that. But <laughs> yeah, these are some of the questions that come up on our group coaching calls and private coaching calls so that we can really make sure that you're... Um, getting set up for success in your business in a way that works for you and, and makes sense. Um, okay. I think we covered that. Yeah. Hey, it's me, Emily. I have to fill you in on something super exciting that you absolutely need to know about today. The fifth annual soulful leadership mastermind is now open for enrollment and we've got some special bonuses in store for you when you join us before October 20th. My signature 10-month mastermind is specifically curated for women entrepreneurs like you who are ready to accelerate their business growth, expand their capacity to both serve and receive even more abundantly, and scale to new levels of impact and fulfillment. This mastermind is for you if you've been in business for a while and are really ready to just freaking go for it to optimize, align, and shift into new levels of success, however you define it for yourself. In this experience, we're all about creating more harmony, magnetism, ease, flow, and freedom in your business and your life because they're so connected. To be crystal clear, this isn't a cookie cutter, low touch, doldrum, run of the mill mastermind you may have participated in before or heard about. This is a really high touch, high caliber experience that includes monthly private coaching support from me group sessions with our intimate sisterhood of no more than 13 women, guest expert trainings, two in-person retreats, ongoing support and coaching from me through Voxer, and so much more. If you're feeling curious or called to explore further, now is the time. When you join us by October 20th, you'll also receive access to two group coaching warm-up sessions in November and December before we fully hit the ground running in January and a bonus 90-minute private planning session with me to map out the next year in your business from offerings, pricing, marketing, and your dream schedule, and an option for an extended payment plan to make your investment an even easier, holy hell yes! I can't wait to speak with you further about joining us for this magical experience to support you to reach beyond what you think is even possible for you in the next year in your business. If you are looking to scale and grow to six, multiple six, or seven figures, then this is for you. 
head to emilycastle.com mastermind to get all the details and fill out an application today. And my team will be in touch with you to schedule a time to speak with me privately and answer any questions to ensure it's the right fit for you at this time. You can also find the link in the show notes for more ease. Now back to today's episode. Okay, another question I get often is about how to actually manifest more money in your business. And I was recently reading um, Denise Duffield Thomas's book called Get Rich Lucky Bitch, which is so good. If you haven't read it, go ahead and read it. It's on Audible also, and she has a great Australian accent, so highly recommend. Um, and so she has a five-step process I want to share with you briefly about how to manifest more money. Um, And the first step is declutter everything in your life. And part of this is like declutter your limiting beliefs, declutter your physical environment, declutter the compartment in your car that you never look at, like declutter your bank accounts, declutter your receipts, declutter anything and everything. When you're getting ready to make a big change or you want to manifest something new, you have to make space for it physically, emotionally, mentally, energetically, all of the ways. And so being willing to declutter, look at some of the things that are in the way, um, really asking yourself, like, do I have space to receive this right now? And is it as easy as it possibly could be for this thing to come to me? And this, in this case, if it's money, right? Like, how easy is it for you to receive money? Some people are frustrated that they aren't making any money, but there's literally no way for people to pay them on their website. Or there's literally no way for them to make money because they haven't put an offer out yet. And so looking at what actually needs to be cleaned up and decluttered, maybe it's your focus and attention because you have too much stuff in your closet and you're constantly worried about doing laundry and folding things and hanging them up again and like all that stuff. But I notice for me, every time I'm getting ready to make a big change in my life, the first thing I want to do and feel called to do is like get rid of a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Do you feel that? Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of Marie Kondo's The Mm Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. And that book was so transformational for Mm. me. So true. Like just clearing out your space, reevaluating like what's important to me, and mm-hmm. then brings in so much, mm-hmm. so much goodness. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You literally create space for it, right? Um, okay. Step two is decide exactly what you want. So get really specific and clear on what it is that you actually want to call in or manifest or create. So if this is around money getting really clear about what you actually want to be able to do with that money, not just the the amount of money, of course you want to get clear on that too, but what is the purpose of that money? Money loves to have purpose and wants to be used and wants to be used to do good things in the world. So what is it that you actually want to be able to do with that money? A lot of people I think set a goal of, you know, that's it's almost like, did you set that or did society set that for you? Or did Instagram set that for you, right? Like, because you want to have a six to eight K month or because you want to have a 10 K month or because you want to make $30,000 in the next three months or whatever, right? Like some of it is just good marketing that's conditioned your mind, right? To think that that's your goal now. But when you get really clear about what exactly you want, maybe that's not enough, or maybe you actually need way less to do what you wanna do. 
and maybe you're way closer than you think you are. So getting really clear and specific on exactly what you want, choosing it, deciding what you're going to focus your time and attention and energy around calling in and creating. The third step is surround your life with positivity. So I like to think of this step as like affirmations and things like that, but also listening to podcasts and stories of people who already have or are doing what you want to be doing or listening to um, like autobiographies of successful people you admire or um, surrounding your life with positive people who are doing similar things or who are not even doing similar things, meaning like all yoga teachers or something, (laughs) but like people who are in the industry or people who are interested in that kind of topic or people who are going to an ecstatic dance class because you love going to an ecstatic dance class or something, right? Like surround yourself with people who don't question or put down your dreams and desires, but who say, wow, amazing. How can I support you to do that? Or instead of who are like, well, how are you going to make that happen? And we were talking about your, this is reminding me of your brother. I know. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Uh, Do you want to share that? Yeah, sure. little snippet? So as we were talking about, I had the opportunity to go on this retreat with Emily and um, the deal was that I would, you know, pay my way there, like for the plane tickets. Um, And of course we're in COVID time. So I knew that you know, in looking into the situation, like if you were to test positive Mm -hmm. there, then you would have to stay there and be quarantined for two weeks. And, but so my outlook going into the retreat was like, hell yes. Like I'm going to buy my tickets. I'm so excited. Like (laughs) jungle. I'm like sending the pictures to my family. Like, look where I'm going. I'm so hyped. Um, and yeah, it was a stretch. The tickets are expensive and stuff, but of course I share this with my brother and he was like, I could send you into financial ruin and all this stuff and just like the drama. Yeah. The drama and just like raining on my parade a little bit. And we joked about it later that that's just sort of how he is. But, um, but yeah, like you want to, I was talking to another friend about this too. You want to find your yes, man, like find the person who's going to say yes, go for it. And also I was thinking about when you were talking, Brene Brown would say like people who are in the arena, Yes, you know, not people who are in the, cheap seats Mm -hmm. talk to the people who are getting dirty and yes who are you know because why would you talk to someone who Mm -hmm. isn't hasn't left the house or whatever Mm -hmm. like talk to your people who are saying oh yes um yeah totally and I think also like don't the idea of not asking people for directions who have never been where you want to go is a good one um and also yeah like people who have what you want already or who are doing it yeah you know and I think that's also right exactly yeah your expanders the uh, that's why I think it's also so powerful to have a mastermind experience because you are being reinforced in those belief systems of anything is possible truly like dream it do it you know and I think without that, left to our own devices, we end up in self-doubt and we question and we're fearful and we, you know, we can't see it when we're in the dark moments, you know, we can't see why, what the point is anymore. And that's when we give up, right? Mm -hmm. So this is actually a really, 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 really critical piece of manifesting anything, especially more money in your business, because you want to surround yourself with people who are literally making money appear out of thin air, like we do as entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. (laughs) and using that to, to create 
great things in the world and solve problems and um, innovate and change lives and influence, you know, make a positive impact on the world. Okay, step four is to take inspired action. So actually do something, actually do the things that are going to make it possible for you to make more money. Sometimes that's literally adding um, a way for people to pay you or book your services or putting an, out an offer or um, launching something or polling your audience or sending an email or posting on social media consistently even though you might not feel like it, right? Like actually taking inspired action toward what it is that you want to call in and create and manifest so that there's an open pathway and it's available to come to you. Also, I find that when we are wanting to manifest anything, especially money, we have to be willing to go first. We have to be willing to like put ourselves out there, leap and the net will appear, like let the universe meet you halfway because you have to have some stake in the game too. Just like we were talking about before with like clients making an investment, if you're coaching or something, you also have to be willing to bet on yourself. So taking inspired action, putting yourself out there, being visible, letting people know, not not believing the false narrative that like you're being annoying or you're saying it too much or whatever. Like you are here to be of service most likely if you have a business. You might even have team members that you need to support. Maybe you have a family you need to support. So there are many, 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 many reasons to take inspired action around this, right? Because it's important to you if it's something that you really are, you know, wanting to call in. So taking that inspired action and doing so consistently is super, super important. Anything you want to add on that? Yeah, I was thinking about what you, you posted this recently and we were talking about it, but like not quitting right before it gets good Mm -hmm. and just Mm -hmm. trusting in the long game Mm -hmm. of... You know, this is, we were talking about, like, this is your life's work, right? Yeah. All of this stuff. So not putting a cap on it and saying, well, if it doesn't work in 30 days, then I'll just get up, give up. Right. Or whatever. But mm-hmm. being open to it, evolving and iterating, but, you know, remembering that you, there's no time limit and right. you're on your own timeline. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's a really important piece. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Okay, and then step five, receive and fine-tune. So as with anything, this process, this five-step process or methodology, whatever you want to call it, is an ongoing cycle. It doesn't end just because you do it once, right? It's receive and fine-tune. So receive, to me, means actually allowing yourself to receive fully what's coming, but also noticing when evidence arrives arrives or arises that your intention is coming to fruition that you are actually seeing celebrate yeah celebrating the little pieces of the manifestation coming together right like oh well you know oh i want to launch this program well somebody told someone else about it great that's so helpful like it's happening i'm getting i got one sign up yay like celebrating that in such a big way as if it were the whole thing coming to life yeah um and also fine-tuning when you're like oh well I realized I wasn't specific enough in step two of deciding exactly what I want because now that I have new information or I've had new experiences or through taking inspired action I've learned something different maybe I 
actually want to shift my intention a little bit and refine it to be more aligned with what I actually want that I couldn't see before, but now I can because I'm more in it. Yes. Yeah. Anything? Yeah, I love that. And I think exactly as you're saying, like celebrating every small step. Like Mm -hmm. I had this realization recently that it's like, it's even every little connection, every Mm -hmm. person that you talk to, every relationship that you nurture, like it all matters and it all counts. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's just growing and growing and growing Mm -hmm. Um, and celebrating like two people came to your class. Great. Yeah. Two people came. That's two Mm -hmm. human beings. Right. Value them and celebrate the people who are there. Yeah. Um, because I know sometimes I can forget that and be like, oh, well, I wanted it, you know, I wanted mm-hmm. more, this or that. But yeah. And then I was talking to a friend about this too. Sometimes then we have that nostalgia for the mm-hmm. early days. We're yes. like, oh, remember when it was the two, two people? people? Yeah. And yeah. we always were together and we <laughs> loved it. So not skipping that part and like loving every step, even the yeah. small beginnings. I yeah. love that so much. And it's so true. I often feel that in my own business. And also, we always fucking want more. Like, <laughs> yeah, when are you actually going to get what you asked for and be like, mm, that's enough for me? Yeah, like, exactly. Probably never if you're listening to this podcast anyway, yeah. right? Like, yeah. we're, we're kind of insatiable with our desires. Of course, we want, yeah, like, kind of our human it's condition, a, right? Right, and then it's like, we want, because we want to evolve and progress and grow, it, like, where we are right now is not the end point ever yeah until we're literally dead but you know we (laughs) we've got to like incrementally build yeah another coach that I like um named Jackie Carr talks about Mm. goals alive you know yeah I know her I actually went to um when she and Mary Beth LaRue were doing rock your bliss together live I went to that in Pittsburgh oh it was like years ago incredible yeah she's cool she talks about goals alive so like when when you have your goal in fruition, like Mm -hmm. recognize it, Mm -hmm. like this was my dream and Mm -hmm. now it's my goal alive and like take that Mm -hmm. moment to savor it and celebrate it. I like that term. Yeah. Right. Cause Mm -hmm. so often we're like, okay, well, you know, I did this, but now I want the next thing. Right. You should almost skip. Like this was literally a dream. It was Mm -hmm. on my vision board. Yeah. Now it's here. here. Yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. I love that you know her. That's so cool. Yeah. It's a random small world, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Um, what else was I going to... Oh, I was also seeing something recently on Instagram, of course, where all the best things happen. Um, not really. Um, but one of the things about, like, I get questions about this from people all the time about, like, how do I grow my following and how do I get more engagement and all that stuff on social media. And I think that the important thing to recognize is, like, it's not really about... It's not really about that. It's, like, quality over quantity, especially now with Instagram and social media, the way that they are with the algorithms and all that stuff. Um, It's, uh, like, also, let's say a picture only... Only, right? Like, I'm using air quotes here. Only gets 30 likes. Mm -hmm. Well, if 30 people literally walked into your house right now... Right. As you were sitting there working... And we're like, I like what you're doing. That would be a lot of people. You'd be like, what the heck? Get out. This would be a full room, right? So we don't think about it like that because we're in such like a digital world where everything feels so intangible and it's all about these weird vanity metrics. But actually, if you think about like the number of impressions you get on a reel, if you, if a thousand, if a thousand people saw you today, Right. If you saw a thousand people, like that's, bizarre that's a lot of people, yeah. right? Yeah. And they all knew something that you shared with them now. 
Yeah. That would actually be a really significant impact. Yeah. But we don't think about it that way because we're thinking, oh, well, if I have 16,000 followers and I only have 1,000 people see my reel, then that's the wrong percent and I should have more. Yeah. And blah, blah. And we can just yeah. shit on ourselves so much right. <laughs> instead of receiving are... and fine-tuning. Right. And how often, too, are people watching what you're doing and loving it and celebrating, but maybe they're just not commenting or whatever. You know, I have plenty of teachers that, so now I try to be more intentional about Mm -hmm. engaging and saying like, Hey, I love what you're doing. But Mm -hmm. I think that happens too, where people are, they come out of the woodworks and they're like, Oh, I love, I've been following. You're like, what? I didn't even know that you knew what I was doing. So, right. There was someone, I remember when I was doing like a retreat tour back in 2019 slash 2020, beginning of 2020. Um, I was going to all these cities and there was someone who came to one of my retreats. It was like a one day retreat. And she was like, Oh yeah, I've been following you since the very beginning. I was like, I've literally never even heard from you. I I don't know your name because we've never actually interacted, but you've been following. She's like, Oh yeah, I remember that first photo shoot you did with so-and-so and and you wore that flower crown and blah, blah. I was like, what? It was so mind blowing. So you never know. Like, right the actual impact you're making will probably not be known to you yeah ever that's wild but there will be moments along the way that you can celebrate like that right where it's like oh my intention is coming to life even if that is oh it was worth it to keep doing the thing and putting out emails right right it's interesting so remember to receive and find tune as step number five so again quick recap Um, To manifest more money in your business, there are five steps. They are a cycle. They are not five steps and then do nothing and everything will be great. (laughs) You repeat again and again and again. Um, So step one is declutter everything in your life. Step two, decide exactly what you want. Step three, surround your life with positivity. Step four, take inspired action. Step five, receive and fine tune. And then start all over. Um, Okay. We've been going for a long time. It was a long episode. It's good. Okay, so remember you guys, next month we are going to be talking about energy. And I'm excited to announce this new theme. It's going to be fun. I already interviewed someone who is a hormone expert and talks about energy levels. We'll have a really great um, meditation and journaling guided practice for you as well. Um, And... I think this will be a very timely theme as we head into holiday season, (laughs) as we all need to really like preserve, protect, manage our energy. Yes. And what better time to talk about it. And also I want to share about um, my Reiki training and what I learned about energy there and all that good stuff. Um, Yeah, I think that's it. And don't forget, you can submit your questions at any time. Um, at emilycastle.com slash podcast there's a link there's a like a button that's linked to a form where you can submit your questions for the Q&A episode each month so don't forget to do that and you know you can ask questions about anything it doesn't have to be just related to the theme but bonus points if it is related to the theme and usually we can probably tie it back into the theme so don't hesitate yeah (laughs) exactly Awesome. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, Olivia, for being with me today. This has been so so fun. So fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Have an awesome week, and I will talk to you next time. And happy Thanksgiving week for those of you in the U.S. who are celebrating. Um, 
I hope you take time with family to enjoy beautiful food and remember to be grateful for all the things that are happening in your life and your business and your team and all the things that you've created to be grateful for the work that you've put in and all the things that have come as a result. So talk to you soon. Have a great week. Bye. Keep your mind wide open. Keep your soul alive. You've got all the answers waiting there inside. You're not alone. Take a throne like nobody's business. Like nobody's business. so much for tuning into today's episode of like nobody's business so what did you think i hope you found this episode absolutely enlivening if you loved it i'd be so so grateful if you help me spread the word by sharing this episode with a friend or a loved one you know would feel supported and encouraged by this too be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you won't miss an episode It's also infinitely helpful to me and to my team if you take a moment to rate and review the podcast so that other trailblazers like you can find this resource, know it exists, and step out of struggle and into more ease. Thanks so much for sharing your time with me today and for taking this space to receive nourishment for your greatest vision. And in case no one told you this today, you are wildly brilliant, beautifully wise, and radically trustworthy. Keep shining your light so that all of those who need what you're here to share with our world can see, feel, and experience your unique medicine. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and I'll talk to you soon. Like nobody's business.